This is it. You wanted the best and you got it. The most insane all-in music universe that's ever been. Welcome, lads and ladies, to the very first public hat tip to the discography Patreon sphere. If you're like me and enough's just never enough, then you just stepped in shit, my friends. You can now visit patreon.com slash discograffiti and become one of our Patreon soldiers of sound. I'm not going to mince words here. Our Patreon feed is going to be the last word in deep dive music obsession. There are multiple tiers available through which to gain entry to the psychedelically mind-melting music funhouse of Discograffiti's Patreon. Find the most expensive tier that's right for you so we can keep this thing owned and operated for us and by us. Today's surprise episode, Battle Royale, is a King of the Hill type episode where our biggest fans come face to face with me and dare to battle me on such hot topics as tonight's. You too can be a part of Battle Royale. Just visit patreon.com slash discograffiti and sign up today. Welcome to Discograffiti's Battle Royale! Tonight's premiere episode, the Eagles Hotel California LP, with special guest David Tabachman. Just to give you a brief little summary of what we got going here, this is a rock fight. Not your regular old rock fight down at the quarry, no. No, this is more like a cousin to queasy listening, but imagine... The fundamental difference here is that sweet, sweet dissent that brews between two music lovers. Queasy listening, we are united in our hatred. This is more like high school debate club with some nerdy rock fans. And in one corner, at 170-something pounds, Dave Gabro, the host of Discography. He's in his three-year-old child's bedroom. And he hates the Eagles Hotel California LP with all his soul. In the other corner, at an undisclosed pandemic weight, we have David Tabachman, TV and film composer, Emmy-nominated songwriter, recording artist for kids with five albums under his belt, multi-instrumentalist, cocktail pianist that plays everything from Gershwin and Cole Porter to Nirvana and Hendrix. He is a massive Mark David Chapman-style discography fan, a musician, husband, dad, son, friend, and a foolish lover of latter-era eagles. He is a music writer with about 50 published articles for Aesthetic Lens magazine, one of them called In Defense of the Fucking Eagles. Welcome, David. Hey, Dave. Glad to be here. Dave, it's good to have you on the other side of the veil. I hope you're wearing a helmet. (laughs) I hope you're wearing a cup. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so I want to know first off, were you involved in any kind of a high school debate club? Well, I was in a logic class, and I would deep pants the teacher regularly. <laughs> nice. So I think that counts. Wait a second. What kind of punishment do you get for deep pantsing a teacher? That's <laughs> massive punishments. It was the seventies, so <laughs> you know a lot of things slid right. You are, uh, yeah, I met you because of your your patronage of the show, and which I very much appreciate, and uh, thought this would be an incredible way for us to get going and sort of like, you know, really like pull in the community by tearing us apart with our, well, you know, 
with our really <laughs> ferocious opinions. Yes, it's like a tackle football situation. It is. That's, it is. That's how I forge many friendships. That's right. Neurological impairments will be incurred. Right. Okay, David Tabachman and I can probably, maybe, agree on a bunch of stuff involving the Eagles and Hotel California. Here's a few things I'm going to throw out there, David, that I think we might agree on. It was released on December 8th, 1976 by Asylum Records. Uh, it was recorded by Bill Sismic at the Sismic. Whatevs. At the Criteria and Record Plan Studios between March and October 76. Can we agree on uh, that? Yes, okay. All right, so this is, can we agree this is their first album with, with uh, Joe Walsh? Yes, yes. Can we agree that he replaced founding member and resident pussy Bernie Ledden? That's what I understand, yes. Okay, can we also agree this is the last album to feature founding bassist Randy Meisner? That's right. Okay, good. Can we also agree that for this piece of shit record, I know that part you don't agree on, but the rest uh, of it maybe you will, that the band made a conscious decision to move away from their from their meat and potatoes of country rock and wrote some songs that are more rock and roll like Victim of Love and Life in the Fast Lane? Well, with the exception of Try and Love Again, Randy Meisner's song on side two, that sounds like the old Eagles, hmm. country rock. Okay, can we also agree there were three singles from this record? The first was New Kid in Town, it reached number one. Then Hotel California, it reached number one. Then Life in the Fast Lane, it reached number 11. It's also one of the best-selling albums of all time. It's been certified 26 times platinum in the U.S., 32 million copies sold worldwide. And the most hysterical thing about it is it's that it's their only their second best-selling album after their greatest hit, 71 to 75. Right it's on. considered one of the greatest albums of all time, however erroneously. And Henley, in a 1982 interview, said the Eagles probably peaked on Hotel California. Uh, after that, we started growing apart as collaborators and friends. Okay, now, tell me why this album is so fucking great. Well, you know, this is a situation where it's hard to get fresh ears on this album because it's so overplayed. And I used to listen to it a lot when it was released. Um but I've listened to it a few times in preparation for this, and I think it's their only great album. You know, hmm. I think we can agree that before Hotel California, they were a singles band. Yeah, and yes, they maybe. really don't have any album tracks, beloved album tracks, which we I, love I'd say so their, much. their their best album album was probably Desperado before this. But I, I'm not going to go to the mat defending early or latter day uh, Eagles because they don't need me. Well, I think it's a Holly situation like we, you know, we battled about before, which is, you know, I love the Holly's music. I don't know that they can qualify as a great band because they don't have a single great album. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think without Hotel California, the Eagles would be in the same classification. It's just the blood. So, he so here's, the you know, when I really was thinking about it, because what we strive to do here is not just say, this sucks, you know, or just adopt an attitude, but why does it suck? So, so the, I'm going to tell you why this sucks. The, 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 the themes, so here's what Don Henley describes, the themes that run through all their work. Loss of innocence, the cost of naivete, the perils of fame of excess, exploration of the dark underbelly of the American dream, idealism realized and idealism thwarted, illusion versus reality. I could go on and on. Mainly, though, the fading away of the 60s dream of peace, love, and understanding. So 
This is a 60s hangover band, a self-styled 60s hangover band, that really what they found was the vinculum, the, the unending vinculum of, of uh, hedonism. And in order to, to drape something meaningful over that, they beat this theme to death of this cocaine cowboy mysticism that to me... Um, okay, fine. It held some water with the early singles, but by the time you get to like anyone who is going to be rocking out and and like calling it partying, uh, will be doing so to life in the fast lane, and probably has a Celtic armband on as well. <laughs> probably there's no other tattoo style that would make sense for that person. Well, I don't know why you're complaining about the themes. For me, that's what elevates this album. Is that I, yeah. is that it plays like a novel? It's a it's it's like a concept album without all the stupid trappings of a concept album. But listen, my, as a Jew, I can tell you, you know, shamefully, that my favorite protein is carnitas, and so for the <laughs> title track to refer to it as colitis or like colitis or well, I don't even know what he's saying. Whatever it is, it's some kind of gastrointestinal response to eating carnitas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flower. Come on, you know that, right? But, no, it's, but he's saying carnitas. No, he says col this warm smell of colitas, which is some I, kind of a flower. I'm pretty sure it's carnitas. <laughs> I think he's just adopting his own eagles. Like it's like jasmine or something. But I think it's a misstep because it's who the hell knows what he's talking about. It's not a good way to start a yeah. song. Yeah, it's yeah, a little, yeah, a little cryptic. Right. But right. from that point on, I think it's kind of cool that song. I mean, obviously. It's just dripping with, you know, baggage because we've heard it so many times. There's there's one song I like on this album. Oh, okay. dude. I will I will concede to that, okay? But it's not something I would ever put on. And I will say that just because I like Hitler's paintings does not make me a supporter of the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, well, I'm I'm extremely biased towards this album because I'm in love with Don Felder's guitar playing. You know, Felder, but then again, Felder, but then again, man, I like rock no, and I Felder's, like lead playing. I, I like lead like, guitar. Okay, okay. I like rock. Let's just talk about what you <laughs> said, though. Okay. Yeah. To me, this is not really rock. This is like the the bloated uh, morning after after a rock show. This is like, you know, um, you know, wasted days thinking about wasted nights. Oh, I mean, come on. The, come on. Is that anything you can connect with? I, I the, can't. The trading of those lead guitar trades at the end of Hotel California. It's like the best thing that's happened in lead guitar training since like the Beatles, the end. Right. And by the way, I am a Joe Walsh, uh, barnstorm fan. Uh, -huh. all the early Joe Walsh stuff. I really like. And then, um, you know, the, I, I don't believe that obviously the Eagles were very good to him, but creatively, um, it's kind of, that's where the road ends for me as far as Joe Walsh goes. Well, when when he and Felder are facing off trading lead guitar licks at the end of Hotel California, I'm yeah. like, I'm like thanking whoever put these people together. I think it's an, an incredible moment, although we've heard it so often. So but often. every I, one I of those I licks can't. is memorable, melodic. It's uh, and you can hear their style. Look, it's, you know? it's, obvi it's obviously well played, but everything about it just feels so it, it feels very smug. Everything Don Henley touches, frankly, feels a little smug to me. But um, then you like just listening to the ending, uh, the, the 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 last resort. 
the bloated drift of that ending, which, by the way, reminds me of something like Desperados Under the Eaves, but with literally all the drama sucked right out of it so that it just wafts in the air with no real direction. Um, I don't know, man. I, I get the emotional pull. I get what they're what they're trying to do. This I, may I, be sentimental for me because, you know, I had this when I was, a, you know, a youth and uh, and it, it worked its to, magic on me. If you need to cry, I will edit it out just as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, the second side, too, is really, you know, even if you were even if you were like to to jump through this connection and bitch slap me with a white glove. Um, yeah. I, I still would say, okay, fine. Side one, at least you have Hotel California, New Kid in Town, and Life in the Fast Lane, Wasted Time. Side two, what do you have? Great you side. No, you don't By really the way. have anything. Yeah, okay, so you have songs that everyone knows. By the way, how about that blank spot bass fart before the chorus and Wasted Time? <laughs> 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 okay, so, uh, uh, so side two is the inarguably bad, bland, and faceless side. You have wasted time reprise, which, which I, I which, which I think of as their, which ironically wastes even more of my time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think of it as kind of their ELO moment. You know, it's that, sure. you know, it's like an ELO intro that sets up Victim of Love, which is another banger. You don't think so, but... No, it's the only one where I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to write notes for this one. Uh, but um, but here, here's the, the main thing that I want to come back to, and this is my outro. Yeah. I don't have to have the last word, because my, my last word is going to be extremely elegant, so you can have the last word. So the difference between Neil Young's Tonight's the Night and the Eagles Hotel California with regard to telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly about the subtext and ramifications of the 1960s drug culture hangover is the same corollary as Sid Barrett, Madcap Laughs versus Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. One of them is on the inside looking out and the other one feels... Uh, untouchable um, and and trapped in amber and not very real. It feels removed. It feels like they're removed from themselves emotionally while writing it. While I feel like tonight's night is, is such a living, breathing document that it had no choice but to be shelved for a couple of years, uh, so he could make sure that it was a uh, it was a sound career move to even release it. Yeah, Hotel California is a flat cake. Well, that's such an unfair comparison. I mean, obviously, tonight's the night is a is a total masterpiece, and this is a is a very well worked bit of. I mean, I wouldn't say this is pure craft. I think it's got content as well as craft. It's not all the way into yacht rock or anything. Um, There's some good yeah. moments that actually display yacht rock moves. I think New Kid in Town is you know the Johnny Come Lately section. Yeah, I that's totally. Yacht rock all the way. I totally love that song. You know, it's a good song. It's my favorite Eagle song. It's so well written. Um, it's got this narrative that, uh, and it has twists and turns in it that that correspond with the music. Like there's a key change in the bridge, and that's just when he the knife goes into the guy when he is suddenly he's no longer the new kid. Uh, tears on her wait tears on your shoulder, which means that. His girlfriend is already fucking somebody else, right? If you and, just quote, she, it, did, you, did you just quote Henley? I did. I'm gonna stab you. 
<laughs> oh man, look, I'm now, kidding. I, I think it's uh, J.D. Souther and Glenn Fry mostly on this on this song. Look, I just love the idea of these guys just driving around L.A. with the top down and like thousand dollar bills floating into the air, like them not even <laughs> noticing it, and just ruminating on how lame everything is now that the '60s are over. It's just such a such a shitty. Well, I was I was talking about New Kid in Town, which is a little bit of a different thing. I know, it's, but I'm using I'm using this comment as a shield against like liking that song because, uh, again, I know it's a Hitler painting. <laughs> yeah. I respect you, and my respect for you almost yeah. makes you think that I can see your point of view, but not quite. So, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, and uh, David, you are one of the greatest human beings objectively that I've ever come across. Hey, can I can I just like give you my last thoughts on this? Yes. I yes. know you're gonna say goodbye, but let me just, okay, this is what I think is, I mean, what's there to dislike here? There's great guitar, some truly fantastic singing, lyrics that are thematically tied, excellent production that is yes, fastidious, but it breathes with life and it's still organic. Um, unlike what evolved into Yacht Rock, this is very much content over craft. I, I said that before. And of the eight songs, four of them are downright incredible to me. I'm including The Last Resort because that, you know, that has the undertow for me, the emotional disappointment. I feel all the themes. I think it's great. And then the other four are big keepers. There's no skipperoos on this song, as you would say, on this album, uh, as you would I, say. I, I totally disagree. But, uh, yeah. hey, so it's pretty, con it's pretty consistent in terms of quality and a nice variety of songs and feels and a mix of lead singers which is a nice feature of an album. That is. I, I give it four and a half stars, only because if I gave it five stars, it would have to go stand alongside albums that I couldn't live without. I don't, I don't give albums like this stars. And, <laughs> and I, the album... I throw, I throw Chinese throwing stars at them. And the album as a novel thing really elevates Hotel California to me, very similar in a way that Pet Sounds does. Wow, that's lofty words indeed. Uh, we're look as my dad likes to say. That's what makes horse racing. However, uh, this is an objective forum. You are wrong, uh, but thank you so much for joining it. And please comment below. Let us know uh, who you think is right here. Uh, and don't say David because we're both named David. So write Gebro, G E B R O E, or Tabachman, T O B O C M A N. Thanks so much for joining us on Discography's Battle Royale!